The Bible says in Matthew chapter 5 and verse 28, But I tell you that anyone who looks at a woman lustfully, lust is not about a necessarily a physical act. It begins with a look. Who looks at a woman lustfully has already committed adultery with her in his heart. You see, lust is an issue of the heart. The Bible says in Proverbs 6 and verse 25, Do not lust in your heart after her beauty, or let her captivate you with her eyes. Ephesians chapter 4 and verse number 19 says, Having lost all sensitivity, they have given themselves over to sensuality so as to indulge in every kind of impurity with a continual lust for more. You see, when you are involved with, with lust or pornography, all you want is, is more. It, it never satisfies. It always just leaves you wanting more. And lust is simply a God-given desire that's with haywire. And it is literally impacting and re- impacting our world and society and just literally running rampant. And, and, and the issue of, of lust and pornography addiction not only affects men, but it also affects women. And I realize with this sensitive subject today, I, I realize that there are many of you in this place that in one way or another... Lust is impacting your life. Some of you today are what I would call a a recreational luster. And and lust just hits you every now and then. Maybe you'll be watching a a movie and there'll be a a scene that that you see and and lust will will hit you and your mind will go places that it shouldn't go. Maybe you will see someone wearing a skimpy outfit and and lust will will hit you and your mind will go places that it shouldn't go. Maybe you're sitting at the computer screen and and you have great intentions and and all of a sudden something just pops up out of nowhere onto your screen and and you begin to look and, and, and lust will pull you off the wrong track and maybe you'll be off in your thinking or offered some image for a day or two, but, but then you turn from it and you repent and, and you confess it and, and, and you get things right back with your, your heavenly father and just get back on, on the right track. You're just a recreational luster. And, and some of you are occupational lusters. And, and you've watched some things that you wouldn't want shown on these screens today. And you've had conversations that you wouldn't want anybody to know about And you've been to certain places that you wouldn't want anybody to know about. And you've just dabbled around in pornography. You, you've just dabbled around in immorality. And, 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 and the scary thing for you is that you've dabbled around and yet you, you find yourself, you're on the verge of being addicted. You're, you're on the verge of, of your life spinning out of control with, with an addiction to pornography and lust. And some of you, you're not an occupational Luster, you're an obsessional luster. You have this secret area of your life that nobody knows about. You literally spend thousands of dollars in pornography, maybe prostitution, maybe in a massage parlor, and nobody has any idea. You you literally spend hours a day being consumed by this thing called called lust, and and your life is is controlled by it. You're gripped by it. Your life is consumed with with lust. You're an occupational or or an obsessional luster. 
And here's the deal. Here's the deal. In this room today, in one way or another, recreational, occupational, obsessional, there are many people in this building today that are dealing with the issue of lust. And this message today, please, please hear my heart and the direction that we're going today. This, this, this message is not about condemnation. This message is not about guilt. I can sit up here and show you all kinds of statistics and scream and yell. And all. That's, not, that's not what this church is about. That's not what I'm about. That's not what this message is about. It's not about guilt. It's not about condemnation. It's not about shame. This message is about hope and freedom. I want you to know there is hope through Jesus Christ. I don't care how long you've been bound or controlled by, by this thing called lust. There is hope and there is freedom through Christ. And what I want to do today is I want to give you four keys to freedom. I want you to leave out of this place changed and different. I want you to leave out of this place with hope and answers so that you can win the battle of lust. Number one is this. If you want to, to walk in freedom, the first key is get mad at lust. Get mad at lust. The Bible says in Romans chapter 12 and verse number 9, love must be sincere. Hate what is evil. Everybody shout hate. Notice what the scripture says. Hate what is evil. Cling to what is good. The Bible says that as a follower of Christ, we need to hate what is evil. Hate sin. Hate pornography. Hate lust. Not, not tolerate it. Not, not, not just put up with it. Not, not, not kind of like it, but literally hate sin. And I think there are areas in all of our lives. It may not be lust. It may be lying. It may be, it may be cheating. It may be gossip. But we, we like or we tolerate sin. And the Bible says that the follower of Christ, we need, to, we need to hate it. And it's my prayer for you. It's my prayer for me that God would do such a work in our heart that we could live this scripture out and we would hate what is evil. And, and the Bible just drives this whole thing about hating evil home. I mean, it's all throughout the Old and New Testament. But, but let me just give you three more examples. Proverbs chapter 8 and verse 13. To fear of the Lord is to hate evil. I mean, you, 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 you develop this hate for, the e, for, for evil and, and for sin when you have a fear of the Lord. Psalms chapter 97, verse 10 through 11. Let those who love the Lord hate evil. To, to, to have this hatred, this, this righteous indignation toward, towards evil and sin. The Bible says in Hebrews, Hebrews chapter 1 and verse number 9, you have loved righteousness and hated wickedness. Therefore, God. Now, how many of you know that it's very important that after God says something to us, and after he says it, and then he puts the word, therefore, we need to pay attention to it. This is important stuff that's getting ready to follow. He says, listen, you've loved righteousness and you hated wickedness. Now, let me show you the positive things that will take place because of this. Therefore, God, your God has set you above your companions by anointing you with the oil of joy. You see, you need to hate evil and hate sin and hate lust and hate pornography so that you can experience the wonderful benefits that come with, with, with loving righteousness and hating evil. And you see, the first benefit we see in that scripture is the Bible says you'll be crowned with the oil of joy. Can I tell you that when your life is filled with lust and pornography, it robs you from joy in your life? You, you, you don't have the, the joy of the Lord flowing in, in your life? Can I tell you, you've got to hate evil 
Because you cannot tell you what lust and pornography does. It robs you from peace. And instead of your heart filled with the peace of God, your heart is filled with, with turmoil. You, you gotta hate, you gotta hate lust because can I tell you, when you, when you consume with lust and pornography, you view other human beings as a product. You, you see that, that lady and, and you see women and, and some of you, when you, when you view a lady, you, you look at her and all, all you view is, is you view her as a product. Some of you ladies, you, you view a, a man as a, as a product because lust and pornography has consumed your life and you, you don't think about it as you see that human being, you see that person, you don't think about that's somebody's daughter. That's, that's somebody's son. That's somebody's husband. That's somebody's wife. That, that's somebody who God has created in his own image. And, and you view them as, as a product. When, when, you, when, when you're controlled by lust and you fill your life with pornography and lust, can I tell you, you can't have a healthy, intimate relationship with your spouse. As you are intimate with your spouse, all kind of thoughts come into your mind, images. Instead of being with your spouse, your mind is somewhere else. Because, because pornography, because, because lust, it, it, it messes with your thinking and it'll warp your mind. And it will ruin an intimate relationship with your spouse. Instead of being productive and, and making a difference for the kingdom of God, I mean, you literally waste hours a day pumping stuff into your mind because lust has, has gripped your life. And, and you've got to hate lust because, let me tell you, lust and pornography and sin, it just doesn't affect you. It has consequences far-reaching. Far it, it, it can with your kids and affect your kids. It, it can affect your spouse. It, it can affect your future relationship with your spouse. When you get, when you get caught up in sin and, and pornography and lust, it, it, it can affect your destiny. It has huge ramifications. And so the Bible says you've got to hate it. You've got to get mad at what lust does to you and how it messes with your mind and messes with your joy and messes with your peace. And you just get mad at it and say, no more. Leads me to point number two. There's a second key to freedom, and that's to starve out lust. Starve out lust. The Bible says in Galatians chapter 5 and verse number 16, So I say, live by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the sinful nature. The Bible says live by the Spirit, or one translation says walk in the Spirit. In other words, when, when we let the Holy Spirit have control of our, our lives, when our mind is stayed upon the Word of God, our, our mind is stayed upon the things of God, the Bible says that, that we won't yield, we won't give in to the fleshly desires, we won't give in to this sinful nature because we're, we're living and we're walking in the Spirit. I, I guess the most simple way that, that I could explain this to you is by sharing a principle with you. Here's the principle. Whatever you starve dies. Whatever you feed lives. Whatever you starve dies Whatever you feed lives. We, we just finished up a, a fast here at People's Church in the month of January. And my wife and I, of course, we, we participated in, in this fast. And it was an unbelievable time for us after a couple of weeks of, uh, of fasting and seeking the Lord. When we, when we broke the fast, you know what I found out about my body? Is I didn't crave the same foods that I did before. When, when I first had my first bite of dessert after the fast was over, it didn't even taste all that good because I had starved out those desires. And, and my, my body, it, it didn't crave the same food. And we changed our eating lifestyle after the fast. Can I tell you, I haven't even had a hamburger since December. There is a God. <laughs> there he is. 
and, and I'm not craving it. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not longing for that, for, for that grease. You, you know why? Because I starved my body. I, I detoxified my body from all that stuff by, by fasting. And, and my, my desires changed because I was eating different kind of healthy foods. And, and I, I starved it out. And so I started craving other things because whatever you starve dies. Whatever you feed lives. And so the scripture says in Colossians chapter 3 and verse number 5, put to death. Everybody shout, kill it. You didn't know you could say that in church, did you? Come on, say it again like you mean it. Say, kill it. When it comes to this thing called, called, called uh, sex and, and, and lust, and sexual immorality and lust and pornography, the Bible says put it to death. Kill it, therefore. Whatever belongs to the earthly nature, sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desires, and greed, which is idolatry. The Bible says, put it to death. Kill it. Romans 13, verse 14 says, put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision, make no room for the flesh in regard to its lust. The Bible says, don't make any provision. Don't don't make any room. Starve out lust. Here's the deal. If you're going to really get serious about defeating lust and pornography, you got to starve out lust by putting boundaries in your life. you got to get serious about it. you got to get mad about this and put some boundaries in, in your life. You can't play around with lust. Listen, if you play around with lust, it'll get you. You just ask David, who the Bible says was a man after God's own heart, and lust took him out. Just ask Samson, the strongest man who ever lived, and lust took him out. Just ask Solomon, the wisest man who ever lived, and, and lust took him out. You, you can't play with this thing called lust. You, you, you gotta kill it. You, you, you gotta, you gotta starve it out. You can't make any provisions for, for it. You, you, you gotta get serious about some boundaries. Let me be real practical with you today. Here, here's some boundaries that, that, that I would encourage you to put into your life to defeat lust. The, the first thing I, I would encourage you to think about what you watch on television. And just, just be real, be, be, be real careful about the things that you watch. Matter of fact, I would encourage many of you in this place today, a lot of movie channels you, you don't need in your home if you're going to walk in victory. And, and, and I mean, just things like, and, and this is not about condemnation and being religious, but I just want you to walk in victory. I mean, it, it's hard to walk in victory when there's HBO and Cinemax and Showtime. And, and look at here, you catch it at the right night. Hey, man. I, I just, I don't have that in my home because I, I don't want, I don't want to even have to be tempted by by that, and I'm pretty radical because I believe in this whole thing of killing it. I, I don't believe in putting. I don't want to have any provision for for my flesh. And so, in our home, my, my wife has set up. We we blocked a lot of the channels in our home, and she she's the one with the password. I mean, I can't even watch MTV. I can't watch BET. I can't I can't watch half the channels. I can't even watch them on my own TV. And I'm glad. I just don't want to make any provisions for. My flesh. I, I, I want to honor God. If you're a lady, and because and see, here's the deal about me. I ain't attracted to no men. But I know when I see a pretty woman. Amen. I know. I love the Lord, but I know when I see a pretty woman. I, I don't want that in my I want to protect myself. And, and lady, you struggle with this? I mean, get somebody who can put some filters and some, some, some blocks in your home to protect yourself so that you can starve out lust and honor the Lord. I, I'd, be, I, I, I'd encourage you to be careful about the magazines you have in your home. I know some of you men, why you let your wife have the Victoria's Secret magazine. Amen. I don't know why. Huh? Because Victoria reveals all of her secrets. Amen. You, 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 you got to be careful about the stuff that's 
That's in your home. You, 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 got, you got to be wise. You, you got to avoid certain places that cause temptation. And I know some of you after church today, you said, baby, you know, we, it's Valentine's Day. Let's go to Hooters and celebrate. You can't go to Hooters and walk in victory. You just can't. You're not that holy. You're not fooling me. Oh, I'm holy. I, I, Pastor, I, I like the wings. Oh, you don't like the wings? Uh, you ain't fooling me. But I'm just, I'm trying to be real with you about how you walk in victory and how you overcome and how you starve out lust. You, you got to be serious about your computer. Can I can tell you, the computer can cause you to fall quicker than anything. And you got to get some filters. I'm going to talk to you more about that. Get some filters on your computer that can help you starve out lust and some accountability there. Your cell phone. Nowadays, now people, a lot of people have cell phones. They can get on the Internet. Man, you got to get some filters. you got to get some accountability on your cell phone that you, to listen, that, that you can starve out lust. Some of the music you listen to. I mean, there's nothing wrong with, 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 with listening to secular music, but there's some secular music. That you're not going to walk in victory. You, you, you got to kill it. Make no provision for the flesh. Number three is this. Here, here's the third, the third key to freedom is tell somebody. Tell another follower of Christ. You've got to admit that you have a problem because secrecy is a breeding ground for bondage. It's a breeding ground. The scripture says in John chapter 3, verse 19 through 21, it says, this is the verdict. Light has come into the world, but men loved darkness instead of light because their deeds were evil. Everyone who does evil hates the light and will not come into the light for fear that his deeds will be exposed. But whoever lives by the truth comes into the light so that it may be seen plainly that what he has done has been done through God. Check out verse 20 again. Everyone who does evil hates the light and will not come into the light for fear that his deeds will be exposed. And, and people who, who get involved in, in pornography and get involved in, in lust, oftentimes they want to stay in, in darkness. They, they, they want to hide out in, in, in darkness. They, they don't want anybody to, to, to know. And, and the thing about darkness is darkness is so, so dangerous. I, I mean, just think about it. Think about all the things that take place in darkness. I mean, some of you today, you, you're dealing with all types of, of sin and you're dealing with all types of bondage because it's in the darkness. And, and in darkness, sin just grows. You see, it's so deceptive. When, when, when you're in the darkness and, and there's sin in your life, you, you think everything's okay and, and I can beat it and I, I, I can overcome it. But, but when, when darkness, when you're in darkness, it's so deceptive because sin just runs rampant. It runs out of control. And, and sometimes you don't even know what's going on in your heart and in your life because you're in darkness and, and there's secrecy and, and you're hiding. And friends, when, when you're in the darkness, bondage takes place. You get deceived. Just like you think the preacher's on the platform and he's walking behind you. Because in darkness, sin thrives. It grows. It's so deceptive. And one of the things about bondage is I gotta hide it. I gotta keep it to myself. Nobody can know. 
But when you're in darkness, it just gets worse and worse and worse and worse. And so the Bible says, listen, if you want to live by truth, you got to come into the light. But, but, but verse 20 makes it so clear. It says that, that, that they don't come into the light because of fear. The Bible says fear that their deeds will be exposed. And maybe you're dealing with that today. And you're saying, Herbert, you know, I, I would bring it to the light, but, but what will people think about me? And Herbert, I, I'm fearful if I let somebody know about my, my problem, what will happen to my marriage? What will happen to my boyfriend? What will happen to my girlfriend? Herbert, if I, if I bring this into the light, people will think I'm a weirdo. And that, that, that haunts some people. People will think I'm, I'm weird because I, I have a pornography addiction, so I'm a weirdo. And, and I want you to know something. You're not a weirdo. 47% of people, Christians, struggle with pornography. About half this crowd today is struggling. You're not alone. And maybe you think, well, I'm a woman, and, you know, women just don't deal with this. I'm a weirdo because women shouldn't struggle with this. One out of every three people who visit a pornography Internet site by the computer is a woman. One out of every three. You're not a weirdo. You're not alone. You're a fellow fellow struggler who needs help by Christ. And and hear me today. You, You can walk in victory, but you got to tell somebody. You see, healing, freedom, and accountability won't take place until you tell somebody. It's so key. The scripture says it like this in James chapter 5 and verse number 16. Therefore, confess your sins to each other. Uh, you got to confess to other believers, to other followers of Christ. Confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed, so that you can get victory so that you can overcome the, the, the sin that's in your life. It says the prayer of a righteous man is powerful and effective. You've got to bring it into the open. And, and there's somebody many would call a Christian celebrity. He, he, he found himself in, in bondage, pornography. And I want you to hear his story about how this Christian man got set free from his pornography addiction. Check out this video. Kirk Franklin has sold more than 10 million albums in less than 10 years. He's a three-time Grammy Award winner and a seven-time Dove Award winner. His hit stomp from the triple platinum album God's Property made him a star with the MTV crowd. But Kirk's career came to a screeching halt a few years ago when his private, or should I say secret life, was no longer a secret. Kirk came clean and confessed his addiction to pornography. And then there's always that boy who's got the big brother who's got the magazines up on his bed. And that's how it starts. And the first time I ever saw one, I was maybe like about eight or nine when I, when I saw my first magazine. And from there, I was addicted. Yeah, I would say within our second year of marriage, he tried to implement it within our marriage. You mm-hmm. know, watch this with me, honey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, it made me feel dirty. It didn't make yeah. our, um, our intimacy sacred to me. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I, you know, I was like, I'm not watching it. I would get angry. I was like, no, I'm not watching it with you. Kirk's secret life ran amok while he traveled to promote his latest releases. At home, 
Tammy had no idea of the extent of Kirk's problem. I didn't see any evidence that he was doing it at home. He knew how I felt about it, so I, I, would, was. I would think that he was hiding it from me. So you had a secret life? Yeah, I was doing it at home when she was asleep. You really? Know? Yeah, yeah, when she was asleep, I'd go upstairs, you know, yeah. How did you finally get to a point where this thing has got to be dealt with? We were in Los Angeles, and we were in the bed uh, that morning, just in the hotel, and we were laying there, and I said, baby, I need to tell you something. I said, I'm struggling with pornography. I mean, it is a struggle. I have a problem with pornography. It's a problem. And your response to him? My response immediately was just to be, be sensitive to it. What blessed me is that he did look at it as a problem, that it wasn't, you know, a lot of guys can have an attitude of, you know, it's normal for, you know, a it's man. A man thing. Yeah, it's a man thing. Yeah. And the fact that he wasn't coming to me like that blessed me so yeah. that I just began to just, um, you know, pray for him consistently. And I knew that I wanted him to know more than anything that this was something we were going to work through together. together. That's what's so weird about porn yeah. is, is that you have different people, even in the body, that feel different about it. Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, yeah. there are some Christian men that I know that would say that I'd rather do that than cheat on my wife. When I've had to, you know, shed light on is that, dude, You're we are cheating, cheating on our wife. wife. Yeah. We're cheating on our wife because whatever men think it, so is he. Yeah. So, so we're cheating. I wish somebody would have taught me a long time ago the repercussions mm. of sex can be set free from this, but they're going to have to admit they have the problem, and they're going to have to come clean with somebody who's going to hold them accountable. There's a process, too. Yeah. If I have been set free from this one, yeah. anybody can, because for years, I even questioned, could I get free from this one? Mm. Because, I mean, I was, dude, I, I was doing albums. Albums that people, that God was speaking, that people were blessed by. And I was struggling with pornography. I mean, what we're saying came out in 93. I was struggling with pornography. Storm came out in 97. I was struggling with pornography. Mm -hmm. I mean, these albums, God was speaking through, and everybody else was getting their victory and walking and stuff, except for me. And I used to question, and, and I almost began to wonder, what's going on? Mm -hmm. And what was happening, and this may help people, is that my victory didn't come by my emotional experience. My victory came through truth. Mm -hmm. When I was taught truth, that's when I got my and today is not about, it's not about guilt, it's not about condemnation. Today's about truth. And my goal is to share truth with you. I want you to be free. And it leads me to number four. It's, it takes the power of God. In John chapter 8 and verse 36 says, So if the Son sets you free, you will be free indeed. You'll be free indeed. Can I tell you that God has the power. He can and he will set you free even today. Take the chain off of you, of, of lust and bondage. But, but, but hear me today. Here, here's the deal. And, and Kirk said it so well. He said, you know, what is it about emotion or hype? It was about truth. And here's the truth, is you hold the key to your victory. You see, God's working, and you feel a stirring in your heart, and you feel the Holy Spirit. And, and, and God is setting free and working in your heart. But if you leave this place, and you don't get rid of the magazines... You're going to stay in bondage. If you leave this place and you don't deal with the stuff that's on your television in your home, you're going to live in bondage. 
And if you leave this place and you keep the DVDs, temptation is going to get you. And you're going to live in bondage. And if you leave this place and you don't tell anybody, and you don't let anybody know of your struggle and your addiction, you're going to live in bondage. You've got to tell somebody. You've got to take the steps. You've got to put the filter on your Internet. You've got to... You got to put the filter on your iPhone. And in, in, in our in our bulletin on the back of it, it says resources. On the back of your bulletin, we've listed resources to help you, because this message is not about hype; it's about truth, and it's about boundaries, and it's about helping you living in in freedom. On the back of the bu- bulletin, you'll see computer filters, and it's worth the forty dollars a year to have a filter on your computer that you can access certain sites. There's a there's a cell phone application. And I have all this in, in, in my life in place. Or that on your cell phone, get, get a block, get something that, that can block it. It's also on your computer, and you can see it there. Accountability software tracks and sends Internet activity to an accountability partner. That's actually what I have now on my computer and on my cell phone. And on my computer and on my cell phone, our staff has put a, a, a filter on there or a, a, a a, a, a device on there or a program on there that if I was to access pornography, it sends an email to one of our staff members. And I can't take it off. I don't have the password. So I can be accountable. And it's, it's not about me, but, but I'm just giving you examples that you got to take those steps. I can fall. And so can you. And if you're going to get victory and freedom, you got to kill it. You can't play with it. You make no provisions for it. And we got some local support groups. One is called Purity Project. They'll see a 1-800 number, a website, and also a, a local number. It's a local, a local uh, organization that's meeting in different churches to help people get pure and to stay pure. We're also starting our own purity group here at the People's Church. It's going to meet every week or every other week. The details will be on the website. If it's not there today, it will be there by tomorrow, the next day. You'll see the details for a purity group here at People's Church. Or you can call the church office that's listed there and ask for Shelby, and he will get you hooked up for the purity group. But you got to take steps. Listen, listen, listen. You hold the key. God's working in your heart. He's setting you free. But if you're going to walk and live free from addiction, you got the key. Would you leave and take the steps so that you can experience all God has for your life? Lord, thank you for hope. Thank you for freedom.